Hey guys, I'm Sasha. And I'm Joe. We're your hosts and you're listening to the Unveiling Her podcast. Join in on the conversations of two best friends where we cultivate a safe space for women as we have honest, open, and transparent conversations. Tune in every Monday as we get real about faith, culture, relationships, yes, the wins and the fails, as well as the daily struggles we go through as women. Through these conversations, we hope that you are encouraged to pursue Christ as he continues to unveil you into who he has called you to be. Hey family, welcome back to the Unveiling Her podcast. This is your girl, Sasha. And hey, this is Joe. We should do like a, uh, we should do like, we should just say something and not our voice and like see if the audience or the our listeners would be able to understand like which one is which. Honestly, you know what's crazy? We do sound so alike, but <laughs> I didn't realize how alike we sound until like I play these episodes back. And obviously I still know my voice and I still know your voice, but I can see how people can get us switched up because... Mm-hmm. I remember when, you remember when Miss Yolanda was like, sometimes I can't tell who's talking. And I was like, really? Yeah. Like, I don't, because in my head, in real life, I don't feel like we sound similar. But when I listen back to the podcast, we do sound so alike. No, yeah. I, I remember somebody telling me that before, too. They're like, y'all sound alike. I was like, really? But yeah. And oh my gosh. Okay. You just reminded me of something. I had this girl in my connect group. She literally, and I think she's, uh, she's from, you're Edo? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> She's literally, like, she is also, um, and she literally sounds just like you, Sasha. Her mannerism, like, um, like how she talks, she's, like, so soft-spoken and, like, very, like, sophisticated. I said, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you're my friend. Anyways, yeah. Do you feel like we all have a doppelganger or whatever it's called? I, I hear people say that, but I don't, I don't know. I would love to have one, though. Honestly, I always go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I've always wanted a twin sister, so it would be nice. Wow, I can't imagine like two Sashas. <laughs> I can't imagine two like me's, like two big head me's. No, like, not big I head have, me's. I have seen people that look exactly alike too, so it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Maybe one day we'll find our doppelgangers. Yeah, mm, yeah. Well, <laughs> happy April. Um, this is the best month of the year birthday it's my birthday month period okay yes i just love everything about april it's just such a like breath of fresh air yeah apart from the rain because i know like april showers yeah but it's but it's good like sometimes we need a little bit of rain you know to bring in the the flowers and the bloom you know they always say april showers bring may flowers so you're welcome you know what i mean no, yeah, I really feel that. I feel like this month is going to be a great month. So it is. It is. I'm excited. I'm really excited. So, um, what are you looking forward to this month? You know what? I don't know. I just believe like God's going to open great doors this mm-hmm. month, and I'm just excited for the ride. You know? Yeah. You know? I'm not not the ride because you know sometimes the ride be bumpy. Ooh, but I am. Let's talk um, about it. <laughs> you know sometimes on this journey you know things don't go as you you plan all the time but no I don't know like I took my test if you didn't know my listeners I had to take this test for my job um that was very like important as a teacher whatever 
anyways um now that i passed the test i feel like this weight is lifted off my shoulders so i don't know like i'm just expecting like oh april's gonna be great like god if god did that for me that little that little test he let me pass then i believe like he's gonna do even greater things so what about you amen yes Honestly, the weekend after taking an exam is always the best because you can just chill and just like woosah before you have to take the next one. But it's it's such a good feeling. So congrats on passing your test. Um, what am I excited excited about? Um, well, Easter is this month, so we are excited to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. Um, I'm also excited because this is my birthday month, period. Okay. <laughs> so um I feel like I'm not that person that's ever like super big, like super excited on my birthdays, but um, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, it's another year older, another year wiser, and another year finer. Okay. And what else am I? <laughs> and um, what else am I excited about? Oh, I'm also excited about because once April is over, I will officially have only 12 more months of my program. Wow. Oh, yes. that, that's thank awesome. God. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Look, it's going to go by fast. I'm telling you. I, I want it to go by fast. I'm ready to be done. I've been saying this since the beginning of this podcast. I know they're probably like sick of hearing me talk about it, but yes, I'm excited for the year to to keep it pushing, but also wanting to still be present, right? I still want to be present and go through the motions, but yeah, I'm ready to get to the end of it too. Yes. Well, we're gonna celebrate either way your birthday and your graduation, and we gotta ce- we gotta celebrate my test. So when I see you, we celebrating everything. Graduate girl, graduation not till next year. It's okay, we still celebrate okay. in advance. <laughs> Speaking of in advance, yes. Oh, are you coming out to Houston this month? Let's see. You just never know. Oh. H Town ain't ready for me. <laughs> Don't come down. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. No, there's too many people in Houston. But no, you can come down. You can come down to visit. I'm trying to leave. Okay, listen. Listen, Houston is ghetto. I'm sorry. Ooh, don't say it too loud. Don't say it too loud. Wait, friend, you told me that. I didn't. She. she I didn't say all that. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm, I, I'm. 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 No, Houston is ghetto. I'll say it with my chest. Um. Yeah. I just Dallas is just where it's at. It is what it is. And every time I tell people that, you know, because these Houston folks. They rep their city, okay? So, as they should, as they should, as they should. But Dallas is just that girl, <laughs> or is it a guy? Dallas, <laughs> be that guy. Okay. <laughs> hey, friend. I feel like I'm talking to you. Oh, yes. Hi. Okay, back to the episode. I forgot <laughs> we were recording. It's just girl talk. Like, who cares? No, I'm just kidding. Um. Okay. So, do you have a question? Because I have a question, or we both got a question. I do have a question. You want to go first? Or me? Okay, I'll go first. Um, yeah. Oh, so those of you who are listening for the first time, you're probably like, what are they doing? Oh, we're just, hey, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are we doing? So we do have a topic for today. Today's just going to be a chill, you know, girl talk day. Um, however, we always love to open up our episodes with just different questions that cause us to like reflect and think about things from a different perspective. And so my question for you today is, what have you learned to accept about yourself with time? Ooh. You want me to go first? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, mine's really not that deep. Honestly, when I saw this question, it took me back to um, something that happened yesterday. So um, 
while I was in the hospital, the attending that I was working with, she made this comment and it just reminded me of like how I used to feel about a certain thing about um, not even my personality, but my physical looks. She made this comment. She was like, you know, how is it being tall as a female? And it just took me so off guard because it was just like, girl, this is we, <laughs> it was just like, how, how did you even ask me that question? But um, yeah. So I told, and I actually opened up and I was like, you know what, like in high school, I actually was, I actually didn't like my height. You know, I'm, I, if you don't know, I am a 5'10 female, so I am a tall woman. Okay. And in high school for me, like I was very insecure about my height. I felt like I was too tall for, you know, for the females. And I would hear different comments. Like if a girl, she's over 5'8", then she might as well be a guy or she might as well be a man. And so I was very insecure about it for a very long time. And, um, Honestly, I feel like I didn't really begin to accept my height as a as a woman until like I was in college and I had a friend who also was tall, but she just embraced it. She loved it. She would still wear her heels and everything. And I don't know, just seeing other tall girls like be confident about their height kind of like encouraged me to also be confident about my height, but also just me knowing like this is the way God made me and I can't change my height. It's not like I can get shorter. And so I should just embrace it and accept it. And so when I thought about this question, I think that was what I thought about. Like, what have you learned to accept about yourself over time? My height and knowing that God made me tall for a reason and it's beautiful to be a tall woman. It doesn't make me any less than a woman like I used to feel when I was in high school. And yeah, I love that about me now. It's one of my favorite features and I'm still going to wear my heels, period. (laughs) I love that answer. Confidence is key. Listen, so... So if your husband is five four like Kevin Hart and his wife looks, she wear her her tonus with confidence. You're gonna be content with that. Period. Okay. <laughs> wait, I was just. Are you really? I just said that. Wait, wait. What'd you say? <laughs> I said so. If your husband is five four like Kevin Hart, you still gotta wear your heels and your your tallness like Kevin Hart's wife. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope that's not. I hope that's not the reality, but. Hey, you know, there are couples out there and they're doing it. Remember, like Whitley and his wife. And so, yeah. Shout out to Whitley. Shout out to Whitley. Whitley. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, yours was really good. And, um, hmm. but what was the question? What do you like about, what have you learned about yourself over time? What have you learned to accept about yourself with time? Okay. I could go the, the physical way, but also I kind of want to go like the, I would say, hmm. Hey, I think just how sensitive I really am. I think I tried to hide it, <laughs> but I am like looking sensitive and sensitive to like, okay, my mom, me and my, my mom are a day apart. Right. So like when we will watch movies, like she would, she would be the crier. Like if there's a lifetime movie or whatever type of movie and we would like make fun of her, like, and I feel like, why are you always crying? You're so sensitive. But I realized like I was the one that was also like, you know how you like kind of like get sad inside when you watch a sad movie, but you like, I ain't gonna cry, I ain't gonna cry. I feel like that was me. Like I would like try to cover up or hide my sensitivity. And um, just even like when it comes to seeing something sad or someone sharing me a story, I notice now like my eyes will start tearing up and just being like me just feeling compassion towards that person. But like instead of me crying, I'm like trying to like suck it up. Like, nah, don't let them see you cry. Like, I don't feel like no one's seen me cry. Like, I don't think you've ever seen me cry unless I'm like in worship, like at church or whatever. But other than that, like, I don't show like 
you know, that part of me a lot. So I think that I'm just accepting that, like being sensitive is not, does not mean you're weak. It just means you care. And like, you just have a compassionate heart. So I think that's something that I'm accepting. That's really good. Yeah, that's really good. I don't think I've seen you cry either. I think I've heard you cry, but I haven't seen you cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cry. But um, we cry. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I can relate to that too. I don't feel like, I don't feel like a lot of people have seen me cry either. And um, I wonder where that comes from, you know, that that thinking that like, oh, if I show my emotions in this side, it makes me look weak. Um, but yeah, I, I think that sometimes I feel similar where I feel like I can't really show my emotions or or always. I, I think sometimes, too, is just wanting people to have a certain per- perspective of me, like wanting people to think that I'm strong and I have it all together. But you can still be strong, but that doesn't mean like you showing your emotions or showing that softer side of you doesn't make you, it doesn't make you weak. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to be sensitive. Um, and it's okay to show how you truly feel. And I think that that's part of that vulnerability and people are able to connect with that and connect with you when you're able to, to show that vulnerable side of you. So, yeah. Yeah. I say all of that and I'm still like, like, we can talk about that. Like, yeah, that'll be a good topic to talk it about. It would be. It would be. Because r- really, where does it come from? Like, I even, I get it from the man's, you know, how the culture and the world, society makes men feel like they have to be macho man. They can't cry. They can't do this. But um, even as women, you know, for us, like, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. I kind of, I actually do know where mine comes from. But like, I'm like, if, if we start talking, that might just, we might just be, have a whole new episode yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> whole other topic yeah I mean yeah it is. I'll say it's whatever like I feel like I'm talking like a thug <laughs> what's going on with me you know when you're like talking professional all week you just on the weekend you just yes, relax, you just you like, just let it slang, like... <laughs> yes. yeah or if you just finally feel like okay I can talk and someone's gonna understand my slang because at work sometimes like I, I it's like a dash I like I try to drop a dash of like my other vocabulary but they never get it and so I'm like you know what let me go back to professional Sasha because (laughs) but yeah yeah well good talk all right well I'll save my question for later um but our top the yeah great question our topic today was kind of I guess it was kind of going along with what you said like about your birthday your birthday is coming up April 16th. Wow, you're not my friend. 17th. You know my birthday. 17th. Okay. 16th. Which one is it? No, I know. It's 17th period. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My friends. Are <laughs> Thank you. So anyways, you're talking about your birthday and you're going to be the new 20, what, 6 or 25? That's too much now. That's too much. Don't be telling hey, people my age. Hey, how old are you? Yeah. I kind of lost track after. <laughs> after you turn 25, I mean, it's we're right. in our late 20s. It's all the same, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, our topic today is like post-25 blues because like you're about to celebrate a new um a new year and new like year. I'm almost 30 so oh man. my goodness I'm almost 30 I'm mm. no longer almost 25 you know you're like I'm almost 25 now I'm almost 30 so no. it's, it's real out here no you're not almost 30 you are 27 okay you're not almost 30 
and I'm about to be 26. So we are not almost 30. Okay. So, <laughs> but you know, let's, uh, and even if we were to be all, to be almost 30, that too is okay. There's nothing wrong with being 30 or in your thirties. I think it's society that makes us, especially as women that makes us feel like, oh my gosh, like, like the whole world is about to crash down because you're about to be 30. Like, no, it's okay. Like we're getting older. Thank God that we get to celebrate another year of life. Thank God, because there are other people that would love to be in our shoes. And sadly, like life didn't allow them to, didn't take them that route or didn't allow them to have that journey. So thank God we're returning a year older. I feel like yeah. I just want to dead that idea that as women getting old or we have to be hush hush about it like like I was like a minute ago feeling like oh I don't want to tell people my age but no like it's okay like thank god that I get to experience another year yes it's a blessing so do you feel like (laughs) do you feel like you are at at where you thought you would be at this age at Mm. this big age you know what if people say that at my big age at my big age I say that all the time um yes I do this yeah so we're talking about post 25 blues Jonik doesn't like that 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 term blues um but honestly we can talk when I think about post 25 blues I also think of like post-grad blues I think about postpartum blues um I feel like you can just experience that in so many different seasons and transitions of life but yeah, when I think about my life, do I feel like I experience like a post 25 blues? A hundred percent. Because I think that for a lot of people, like, especially for me, like at 25, I had this idea of what my life was going to look like and where I wanted to be and all my plans. And I think that when I turned 25 and I looked around and I realized that that was not my reality, that a lot of the things that I thought I would have or wanted or the plans that I saw for myself were not happening it kind of put me in a place of uh, depression isn't even the word. I think it just put me in a place where I felt disappointed. You know, I just felt disappointed with myself. I felt a little bit anxious about the future. Like, you know, okay, God, when are these things going to happen? Will they ever happen? Um, And yeah, and you can feel uneasy and almost like you're just going through a period where you feel kind of aimless and like, okay, what's my purpose? Like, surely there has to be more out there for me than what I have going on for myself now Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that's what post 25 blues for me looked like so I'm sure it's different for everyone but for me I think it just was coming to a place of just feeling like okay like surely there has to be more to life than just this you know yeah for sure I I I agree like I think for me too um I feel like okay so it's it's uh what is it called midlife crisis and then like quarter life crisis oh it's I guess like yeah I feel like post 25 blues yeah I think that's more so quarter life crisis but midlife would be like when you're approaching like late 40s about to be 50 almost yeah yeah I I feel like that for me too like when I was 24 I already told y'all before like 24 I thought I was gonna be married with two kids and I'm like girl what was I gonna do with two kids at <laughs> 24 like what but I think like when I was 25 26 I was just like okay what's going on in my life like yes I have a career in teaching but like I don't wanna do that forever like what's going on like I feel like I wasn't like you said like was this is this all like you know how some people you see them traveling and like just living their best life they're like oh yeah I lived in Spain for a year I'm like 
what am I doing? Like I got to work and I go home, I go to church. So I think that, um, yeah, same thing. Like I, I do believe that there's more in life that we can do, but I think, um, too, towards me, like I was having a, a quarter life crisis, like who am I? And I already know like what God called me to do and like my purpose, but it was still like that question, like, okay, God, like, who am I again? Like, what, what, what do you have for me to do? So yeah, I think it's real out here. People are actually probably really in a like anxious season or, you know, really maybe feeling sad about the life that they are living right now um, at 25 or in their late twenties. So what can we like, what can we say to the people who are really like taking it hard? Ooh, <clears throat> yeah, I can. Well, I would just say like, hey, I see you um, and I can relate because I've been there. Um, sometimes I feel like, am I still there? Because I sometimes I feel like yes. I still have those feelings of like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not where I wanted to be. And so, yeah. But one thing that I love that you brought up is um, you talked about like how you, you would see people and they're traveling and you're this and they're doing this. Because I think truthfully, another thing that can really bring these feelings on is comparison. You know, we've talked about comparison so much on our <laughs> podcast, comparison, jealousy, go listen to those episodes. They're really good. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that tends to be something else that brings, brings about these feelings. Like when you're comparing yourself and now in the age of like social media, it's so easy to do that. You know, you're scrolling and, you know, you happen to see people that you went to college with, or you went to high school with, and you see them, you know, they're attaining some of the things that you also want to obtain for your life. Maybe they're getting engaged or getting married or having kids or buying homes or whatever it is, taking these vacations. So it's so easy to begin to compare your life with theirs. And, you know, from the outside looking in, it can be like, okay, they have everything and I don't, and I still don't have anything that I want. And so I think I would say, you know, don't allow comparison to steal your joy. Just be very, just guard your heart, you know, um and it's not it's not easy right it's not easy to because like I said it's so easy to just have you just have so much access to other people's lives way more than we ever did before and so it's like okay I didn't mean to like go on social media and come off feeling sad or come off feeling a certain type of way but yeah I feel like just comparing yourself to someone else is always sometimes at the end of the day is going to make you have those feelings of you know, maybe you start to feel anxious or because sometimes mm -hmm. I'll start off my day and I'll be fine. And then I go on social media and then you come off feeling like, well, right. what am I doing with my life? And what is that? It's comparison at the end of the day. So really, I think. Let that go and really give it to God. That's another thing. I feel like these feelings should really lead us back to God at the end of the day when we feel anxious about our future or when we feel like I don't have it all together and I don't know where God is taking me because yeah, God can give you the promise, but there's still a period of preparation that you have to go, you have to go through. And so before, you know, you, you become, or whatever that thing that God has told you, sometimes it can take years and you have to go through that period of preparation because he's preparing you for that. And that too is not easy. Even when you have the promise, it doesn't make, it doesn't make it any easier. Right. Um, and even in those moments, you can have times of doubt or anxiety or like, God, you said this, but is this truly going to come come to pass for my life and so for me I just to me like these feelings like it just draws me closer to God it leads me back to him and I can be real with him about my feelings and tell him everything I'm feeling everything I'm talking about on here I've told to God first you know what I mean so that's how I feel I don't know what about you what have you been able to do 
in this season of just kind of feeling that post 25 blues, Joe? Yeah, I, I like what you said. I think for me, um, I, I love how you said like comparison is because that's, that's what came to my mind. Like it kind of reminded me like in the garden when, um, the garden of Eden, when, um, Adam and Eve, and they were like, oh, we were naked. And the Lord asked him, who told you that? Like, who told you that you were naked? And so it kind of reminds me of that when we, when we're like, oh, I'm not where I'm supposed to be, or oh, I'm supposed to be here. It's kind of like, I feel like sometimes God asks me like, who told you you had to be right here at this age? You know, who told you you, you had to be married at the age of 25 and that means you're successful like no some people's stories are like that and some not and I think that's true especially in the fact of like marriage and stuff like we compare a lot um but I think for me it's like just learning to be content in my season like learning to know that and then understanding that like my father will not give me anything that is like like you know he won't give me anything prematurely I think that's something that has helped me like God will not give me um a kid right now because he know like I'd be tired after work I don't feel like taking care of no kids especially <laughs> after working with kids all day like thank god I am I am not I'm not a mom right now like yeah. so it's like he knows exactly what we need when we need it and knowing that he is good enough he's great enough to give his give his children exactly what we need when it's time you know so I yeah. think he's learning that and understanding that about God and like just being content with okay what I have now is all that I need has helped me like realize okay now there are some times where I'm like if it's like me wanting to travel or whatever it's like we'll save money so you can start doing that you know so it's like yeah. little things that I can do on my um on my part I need to start doing if I want to live the best life you know uh or fully up to my potential at this age that I am in so oh those are some things that you know you can do what you can do but then there's also some times when it's like it's out of your hand it's out of your control you cannot mm -hmm. you can't manipulate God you can't control time like it's all in his hand so yeah a hundred percent I agree with that um yeah. And God's, yeah, I love that you said God's not going to give you anything prematurely and he doesn't withhold anything good from his kids. Like that's one thing that I've also learned in this season, because sometimes you can just feel like God, like you're letting this person, like they get this, they get that. Like, like they're just having the best time out here. And like, it's like, I'm praying for, I've been praying for this one thing for so long and you still haven't come through. And sometimes it can cause you, like it can change your perspective on God and start and make you to believe that God is not a good father. God doesn't give good gifts. Like, but the truth of the matter is that's the plan of the enemy. Like God, not, nothing good does he withhold from his children. And that's something that I had to learn. So if he's not giving it to me right now, that means it's just not good for me right now in this particular time. So um, yeah, learning how to just trust God through it. And it's not, it's easier said than done. Okay. Because like this will like going through a season like this, um, of just feeling like you're in a quarter life crisis or post or post 25 blues or post graduation blues. Like I said, I experienced this too. Also, when I graduated from college, I had that season where like, I was just like, wow, like I came out and you're like, this is it. This is like, I thought, <laughs> I thought my life was going to be beautiful after I graduated college. Cause that's what the movies made me think. Um, and so I just came out and I was like, surely there has to be more to life than just this. Right. But also um, where was I going? <laughs> 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 where was I going with this oh I really lost my train of thought um <laughs> I guess ooh, 
Bring it back to me, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> oh, I think what I was trying to go, I was trying to say is that sometimes okay, we, take your time, baby. yeah, sometimes we build, like we have this great expectation of something. And when God finally gives you that thing, you're just like, wow, like, it's not all that I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you've been praying for that relationship. You've been praying for that marriage or you've been praying for that car, the vacation. And you finally take it and you're like, okay, it's not all that I thought it was going to be. Like, it's, I still feel, I still feel somewhat dissatisfied or empty. And I think, like I said, all of this should really just lead you back to God because he's really the one that can truly fulfill, like all the things that we're searching for in life, like, whether it's acceptance or approval or to be loved, to be seen, to be recognized, like we find it all in God, but we go to the wrong sources. And then you run after these things, you chase after these things and you finally get that thing and you realize I still feel unfulfilled. It's because those things don't have the ability to fulfill you. God does. And so to me, I think that going through a season like this, it can be a, a, a season of awakening and not like me us being woke as the world calls it but it should be a season where it causes us to redirect our focus back to our creator and so I think that's the biggest takeaway that I, I've gotten from this season to fix my eyes on Jesus because he's the only one that truly fulfill and when God does give me those things those those desires of my heart like whether it's marriage or you know being a mom or these things that you pray for that God too has for your purpose and for your life you can appreciate them but also know that this isn't my source my fulfillment doesn't come from this whether I have it or not I'm still good because I have God with me so yeah yes, yes I love it Jesus is the only one that can really fill us up so yeah this is good and I really do <laughs> hope that I was no, all I over the place <laughs> it's okay I feel like this is like this is a real combo like yeah you know a lot of friends should have with each other so get your girls together or your guys whoever's listening and just kind of talk about like where did you think that you were going to be at at this age and like do you feel like like yeah you're living you're living your best life for where you should like right now so and then learning just to speaking life you know you are where God called you to be and and at the end of the day you're right like Jesus is the only one that can like really fill us up so yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that concludes our episode. <laughs> wow. This is oh, yeah. this is good. This is yeah, like, this is good. Oh, and I just want to say one more thing. And for those no. that are, <laughs> she's like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, very quick. I was just going to say like, and for those that feel aimless or, you know, you're just anxious about your future, or maybe you feel like you don't even have a purpose. I just pray that, you know, you're reminded that you do, that God does have a purpose for you. If you're still here, he has, he has something for you. And I think that anxiety, just like you said, we're in a season where just anxiety is creeping up on a lot of us, um, even as believers. And so there's this verse that came to mind when I was thinking about this episode. It's Philippians 4, 6. Yes. And it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So I feel like if you're going through a season like this, like really just like what we've been saying, just tell God what you're going through, be real and raw about your feelings. Um, and don't be anxious about anything. I think I think it's easy, easier said than done, but 
for me, I, it's so comforting to know that like God has my best interest at heart and I can trust him with my life and trust him moving forward. And that is what really gives me peace at the end of the day. It's not like life circumstances are changing, but what gives me peace is knowing that God is my author and he's with me and I'm not doing life alone and he has my best interest at heart. So I hope you you listen to this and you're encouraged. Yes. Well, good job, friend. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you all for tuning in to the Unveiling Her podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, engage with us, and also check out our new website, unveilingher.wix.com, and just read some devotionals, read about who we are. And yeah, we'll chat with you soon.